Yes, you owe back taxes. It could be from this year, last year, five, 10 years ago. It doesn't matter. You still have rights. The IRS has to adhere to a certain standard of care when it comes to dealing with you as a taxpayer and your tax debt. Doesn't matter what you owe, how much you owe, none of that. You still have rights. Over 50% of taxpayers don't even realize that they have rights. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. And today I'd like to discuss with you your rights. I decided to share the content of your rights in two different episodes, one episode for this week and one for next week. Why? Because it is a lot of information to unpack. And by the way, it only scratches the surface of your rights. I suggest that you seek professional help if you feel that you are not being treated fairly by the IRS, if they're not hearing you out. So the first episode, this particular episode, will focus on the first five sets of rights that you have as a taxpayer when you are dealing with IRS tax issues. Let's go. First of all, you have the right to be informed. That right to be informed is about the IRS's decisions on your tax account and you should receive clear explanations of the outcomes. If you are expecting a refund, but instead you get a notice saying that some or all of your refund is going to be disallowed, then you should know, you should be clearly informed specifically why that refund is being partially or fully disallowed. If you owe a penalty, then you should be informed in writing of the penalty and how that penalty is being calculated. If you are in an audit and you have um, an in-person audit, then the IRS employee must explain to you the audit process and your rights under that process. The IRS also must explain to you how it selects which taxpayers will be audited for whatever you're being audited for. If the IRS proposes a tax assessed against you, you must receive an examination report and that examination report must clearly explain what the changes are to your tax return and they have to provide you with the right to appeal whatever tax they assessed. Also, if you are on a payment plan, the IRS must send you an annual statement that will detail all of your balance information. You have a right to quality service. And what does quality look like? Quality looks like professional, courteous, and prompt. It also needs to be 
some sort of communication that's easily to understand and clear to receive. And you also have the right to have a way to file a complaint if you do not receive quality service. Now, typically the IRS will not call you, but should you have an in-person audit for whatever reason, you may receive a phone call. They only can call you between the hours of 8 a.m. and 9 p.m., whatever your time zone is. Also, if your job will not allow calls from, from anyone other than emergency purposes, this is not an emergency, so the IRS should not contact you on your job. Also, whenever you're dealing with the IRS, whether it's on the phone or in person, that employee, that IRS employee must provide you with his or her name and an ID number. So typically if it's an in-person interview or in-person audit, that person will have a badge and that badge will have their name on it. They'll give you their first and last name as well as ID number. If you're dealing with someone over the phone, they will give you their last name and ID number. If they're talking too fast or if you don't um, understand or don't know how to spell their last name, just ask them, could you please spell your last name for me? And also let me repeat back to you the ID number. That way you'll be clear just in case you do have to file a complaint, you will have their name and their ID number to do so, so that you can receive quality service. You also have the right to pay no more than your fair share of taxes. So no more than the correct amount of your tax. You also, if the IRS is saying that you owe more money, you have a right to challenge that. You have a right to actually petition their proposed adjustment to your tax return. If you believe you overpaid your taxes, you have the right to file for a refund asking for the money back within certain time frames. But you do have that right. You also have the right if you made a mistake on your tax return, you have the right to correct that mistake. Typically, it's called an amendment. You may also request that the IRS remove any interest from your account that was caused by a delay or an error on the IRS's part. So these are your rights when it or some of your rights when it comes to paying no more than your correct amount of tax. You have the right to challenge the IRS, challenge their position on your tax return, and you have the right to be heard. You can raise objections, provide additional information in response to whatever written formal actions or proposed actions they want to take. And you have to receive a response if the IRS does not agree with whatever position you've taken. Okay, you have the right to go to tax court if, if that's something that you need to do. You also have the right to be notified by the IRS of any adjustments on your return if there's a clerical error or if there's a mathematical error. And you have 60 days to tell the IRS 
hey, I see you have this um, this proposed adjustment, but I disagree. And you let them know why. Also, if the IRS is about to garnish your wages or dip into your bank account or put a lien on your property, you have the right to have a hearing, okay, where you can raise arguments. You can ask the IRS, you can negotiate a different type of settlement, an alternative to this aggressive action of levying or placing a lien or a wage garnishment. And you may even be able to challenge whether you actually owe the tax or not because the IRS doesn't always get it right. So no, you have the right to challenge the IRS's position and be heard. You also have the right to appeal an IRS decision. You can appeal most of the IRS decisions and you can take your case to court. When you appeal an IRS decision, this appeal department is going to be totally separate from the IRS office that initially reviewed your case or assessed whatever penalty or taxes against you. In certain circumstances, this appeals office, they will have exclusive authority to settle your case. That's separate from the office of the IRS. So sometimes the office of appeals will trump the IRS office decision. If the IRS is going to reject your request for, let's say, an offer and compromise, asking you to settle the debt for less than you owe, or if they reject a payment plan that you're on, then you can also go to the same appeals office and ask them for an independent review based on your financial situation if the regular IRS office doesn't agree with you. And generally, you can request that any issue that you have not been able to resolve at the IRS examination or collection division level be transferred to the Office of Appeals. So here's a statistic for you. The IRS did a study on the notices that they were sending out to taxpayers. And guess what? 40% of the letters that go out were incorrect. This is not what I'm saying. This is what the IRS has said. So that means they are not getting it right all the time. So don't believe the letter. You research to make sure that letter applies to you, that that letter is accurate, that what they say you owe, you actually owe it, that the penalties assessed, you actually those are your penalties. Know your rights. I have a special website for people that have letters that they would just like looked at without paying a $1,500 fee or $3,500 fee. It is a heavily, heavily discounted website service where you can go upload your letter to us and we will review it whether you have a business or whether you are an individual. You can upload that IRS letter 
and schedule an appointment all at the same time. The website is www.stopirsletters.com. That's www.stopirsletters.com. I'll spell it for you. www.stopirsletters.com. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Till next time, bye y'all.